Blog Talk Radio. Shake it, baby, shake it Love it when she twerking for sure I love it when you work it, baby, work it 
just shake it, baby. I know you want the bed, you gon' work for it, baby. Don't look at that ass, I'm your biggest fan. Drop it low and pick up them bands. I'm like, ooh, she thick too. I'm in love with that ass, what else can it do? She got me so hypnotized, the moody moving round and round. Moody bouncing, titty bouncing up and down. Work it, work it, work it, keep on twerking. Shake it, shake it, love it when she's twerking for sure. I love it when you work it, baby, work it. Move it, baby, twerk it, keep on twerking. Bend it over, shake it, baby, shake it. Love it when she twerking for sure. Right cheek when she twerking Don't stop, pop it, pop it, that ass working Girl, you look good, just back that ass up Call me Big Daddy when I throw my cash up All that damn ass when she pick that cash up Shawty know she worth it for sure Work it, work it Twerking, keep on twerking Shake it, shake it Love when she twerking for sure I love it when you work it, baby, work it Shake it, baby, shake it Love it when she twerking for sure I love it when you work it, baby, work it Move it, baby, twerk it, keep on twerking Bend it over, shake it, baby, shake it Love it when she twerking for sure Shake it back, twerk it back Shake it back, twerk it back Yeah, go crazy, yeah, go crazy Shake it back, twerk it back Yeah, yeah, yeah Welcome, everybody, to OG Radio. It's your favorite host of the Butter Toast Radio Rail. Welcome, y'all, to OG Radio. Today's topic is poly relationships. But before I get into that, I'll be joined by two lovely guests. And before I invite them in, I want to give a quick shout out to my homegirl, Courtney, with uh, Coco, Coco Lux. Uh, she's a hairstylist down in Dallas, Texas. So, ladies, if you are uh, down in that area and you want some of that good ass you know hair done by a chicago artist follow her instagram at coco underscore the stylist that's c-o-c-o underscore t-h-e-s-t-y-l-i-s-t um definitely support her check her out if you're in the dallas texas area um today i'll be joined by Angel, who resides in Cincinnati. She's a photographer who inspires to tell a unique story through her work. And Aaliyah, who's a producer for poetry events in the Connecticut area, who wants to curate positive space for poets and other creatives. So without further ado, let's invite both of them into the show. Welcome, ladies. Thank you all for calling in tonight. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. No problem, no problem at all. So um, last week, I uh, I engage with fans and audience very often. So I asked, what was one of the uh, few things they would like for me to discuss on the radio? And this was the 
second most thing, which is poly relationships. Um, so we can jump right into it. I know there's a lot of classification under the word poly. So either one of you two would like to share your side of the story. Um, well, first, let me say one thing. Um, pronunciation of my name is Ayla. Ayla, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have been actively poly for about 20 years. Um, and in that time, it has taken various, uh, various forms. Uh, initially, my ex-husband and I were um, we were monopoly, and then we became fully poly, and then it just, unfortunately, because of our relationship, things didn't work out very well, but that didn't sour me on poly, thankfully. Um, right. I currently have I currently have one guy that I'm dating. Um, I have another one that he's more of a friends with benefits, but everybody knows about each other. There's no ill will. As a matter of fact, the guy that I'm dating, he sometimes has other partners, not always. And mm-hmm. uh, we're, we just, we stay within our boundaries. Uh, he, he likes knowing that if I've got another partner, he just doesn't want to know the details, uh, which gotcha. is fine with me because I'm not I'm not interested in sharing details if I don't have to. Noted. For those who don't know, describe what monopoly is. Um, monopoly is when one partner is poly and the other one's mono. Um, it's still open. You know, they're still open communication. There's no subterfuge going on at all. It's just one chooses that they don't want any other partners. They're they're fine with just having the one partner, but they're also fine with you having other partners. Okay. Uh Angel, care to share your your experience as well? Um, to be honest, I have only been actively poly for like maybe four and a half years. Um, it was honestly a new concept that was one, my, my first experience was a, more like an accidental relationship that I got into. Um, and my second one was something that was, it, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but it was accidental. That, 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 happens, more than, that happens more than you realize, Rel. Getting into poly we, we got is very common. <laughs> but... <laughs> The second one was literally discussed and laid out, um, but I'm, I'm super new to it. So like even I didn't know that there was a term monopoly to describe that, you know, one person is poly and the other one is monogamous in the relationship. But, you know, still like with an open mind of being like, okay, well, you know, the options on the table, but if you choose not to, that's, that's fine. Um, but my first experience wasn't the greatest and, it it kind of just it ended up being like super messy and it was really because one person was open to it and his girlfriend at the time she um was more just like kind of testing the waters but because she didn't really like women it made it harder 
Um, and mm-hmm. as for me, I was like, well, I'm bisexual, and I've been, you know, very much confident in my sexuality for years before that. So even before the poly lifestyle was even a thought, I was, you know, kind of like open to the idea of it, even if it wasn't presented to me. Right. Yeah. So so in order for it to work, does one have to be bisexual? No, I don't think that you have to because I know um, people that are in poly relationships that have, like, two boyfriends, you know, so, and, like, like the two men are okay with that. Um, I know some people that are in more of, like, an open relationship, and it's like, you know, they have one girlfriend here and one girlfriend over there. They might know about each other, and they might never, you know, come together. It's more like, you know, do your thing with her, have your fun, but prioritize us over here first. Dynamics change or dynamics are different for everybody. Yeah, because uh, from from that from that description, it sounds like that's a hierarchical type of a uh, poly, and that by itself can be trouble or problematic. There are some people in the poly community who refuse to do any kind of hierarchy, and others who that's the only way they can do poly. Mhm. Gotcha. So, okay. Angel, you spoke on yeah, an accidental it, relationship. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about that one too. So yeah, okay. Details. Um I will give you details. So it it was a it was a weird situation. Um it actually started off it was supposed to be strictly professional. Um I had met this artist, um, because at the time like I was kinda like fresh into content creation before content creation was ever a thing for anybody. Like I was always just been like super like visual and I've been a big visionary so I've always just had like super dope pictures um I met this guy and he had been like kind of like like looking over my shoulder like we were on the same flight and um he's looking over my shoulder we give we begin to talk and he's like well I'm an artist like you know we should link up you should help me like brand my my uh, my clothing line I'm like all right well that's fine like let's work together and we, you know, had spoke a little bit here and there. It was all business. And then one night we ended up linking in the same city a year later after meeting. Um, well, one thing led to another, and we had, but months down the line, I figured out that, you know, he got a whole girlfriend and kids and a whole home. And I'm like, dang, like, when was I supposed to find out about this? Like, and it was just a super messy situation because, you know, for me, I don't attach easily to people, especially, like, when I know what the relationship is between us. If I know that we're just having sex, I don't I don't have to fall in love with you. I don't have to catch feelings for you. Like, I'm cool with just whatever we got going on. And I leave it I leave it at where it is. And then respectfully, I don't want to – I can't even trust you at that point. Because like now you show me that you can't be a good partner for me. And if I don't feel like you can be a good partner for me, then – you know, I don't, I can't look at you and expect to have emotional connection with you. It doesn't work like that. Um, so maybe another two years go by and we on and off, you know, link up, but it's mostly business now, like maybe in like occasional sex, but like that's it. The girlfriend finally reaches out to me and we have a conversation and um, we pretty much like we kind of, we set them up for real. We set him up. We got him into wow. a hotel room to kind of, like, you know, confront him and kind of intervene. Like, hey, look, you're going to have to chill. <laughs> like, we're we not doing this. And 
you know, I was just like, look, I didn't want to be a part of this. I didn't actually want to meet you. I don't know why the fuck you reached out to me, but, you know, it, that that night it went from intervention to having the threesome. And wow. from there it became just a, a big mess. Everybody was like, well, like, like, what happened? Like, how did she? And I'm like, yeah, she just kind of, she went for it because, like, that's what he wanted. And she was more so had, like, low self-esteem, so she was willing to do anything for him. She was she was just so like attached to him that you know whatever he said, you know what I'm saying he could tell her that the sky is you know is is purple, and she would just go for it, like yeah babe sky's purple, and she just kind of went with it, and that lasted for a little bit of time. But me and her ended up becoming you know good friends, and um it that was the accidental relationship that we got into. Because quite frankly, I had no intentions on ever being with him. And especially not even being friends with her, I just thought it was weird. I'm like, I'm not doing this. He he sounds like a master manipulator. No, he's right. not. He's not a master manipulator. It's just she's slow. That's all. That's how we gonna put it. She was slow. That's <laughs> well, did all. did she did she know about you from the get go? She it took her a year and a half to to figure out that I was that I even existed. Oh, because you're out mm-hmm. long term. No, that's not Polly, hun. That is not Polly. Mm-hmm. He was cheating. But it it formed into a poly relationship is what I'm trying to get yeah. at. It was never meant to be that. But it was more like a okay, are we really about to do this? And I was like, I don't even want to do this. Like I told her straight up, like, I just wanted to fuck. <laughs> like I didn't actually like <laughs> your man. I don't I don't like him. We're just good friends, and we occasionally have good sex, but we and we have an even better business together. Like so, that that's all it was. And um, I mean, there's a lot more details to the story, but I just can't. I don't want to go yeah. too far into it. But that's that's the gist of what happened. Wow! Wow! Um, shit! Accidental poly. Okay. Um, accidental so poly. Question. Yeah, it was it was super accidental. <laughs> she learned a lot from <laughs> it, and. I learned a lot from, from you. I don't want to play referee to anybody else's relationship anymore. Like, you know what? I'm yeah. done. I don't care. If y'all fight a lot, we're not going to work out. No. Right. No, it's, from from, from your side of things, it was an accidental poly. From his side of things, he was cheating. Cause yeah, for, that's for what her it looked to, like to me. For her to not know about it ahead of time or at the time that it happened, she had to figure it out over a year and a half. That's cheating. He's been, he was keeping the whole thing a secret. Yeah. The only way that it's yeah, actually absolutely. poly is if everybody's open and honest about things. He didn't give oh, yeah, you absolutely. the ability to. You, he didn't give you the ability to make a uh, a completely informed consensual agreement. Exactly. Yeah, and like that's why I said it was more like an accidental thing. It was more like one of those messy situations that turned into a kind of good situation, but it wasn't good at all. It was more like okay, it was momentary, mm-hmm. and then it was like you know what. Y'all can have this. I don't want either one of y'all. Uh, yeah. So my my question uh, to both, well, well, we kind of got your answer because it was accidental. But, like, where where did it start? Was it something you were curious about and it happened? Or did somebody introduce this idea to you and you got curious? Um, so where did it start? I knew, I, I knew about people who were poly. Um, it wasn't my first thought. But as I grew more comfortable in my sexuality, because I'm bisexual as well, 
when my ex-husband and I had started dating, we had actually come to the agreement that um, once our relationship was solid, you know, on solid footing, then we would open it up to either either one of us or both of us having a girlfriend. And initially we were doing the the stereotypical looking for a unicorn where we were trying to find a girlfriend right. that was into both of us. And we right. learned very quickly that, no, that that's not a realistic thing to do. We, we've got to, if we're going to find people, we've got to find people who are interested in us. If they happen to be interested in our partner, great. But that wasn't, we had to make sure that that wasn't our primary goal. Okay. But we also had to make so sure that they were okay it. with the, with us being in a, you know, already being in a relationship and coming in being a third or a fourth person. So does it work better when you just keep it sexual or or do you invite the person to actually be in both of y'all life and share finances and all that other extra good old shit? That that literally depends on the people involved. Some mm-hmm. people cannot handle cannot handle more than one actual relationship. Um, they can handle a lot of sexual partners, but they can only handle one actual relationship. Mm-hmm. I I, yeah. I actually have some I actually have some friends who um, the two women are married. They both have a boyfriend, uh, and actually all four of them are bisexual. They now live together, share a house, the mortgage, all the bills, and they have three kids together. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, I, my hat's off. To and they're all and, no and they're all very very professional. One's a lawyer, one's a teacher. Uh, one I believe does IT support on a freelance basis, and I can't remember what the fourth one does. Wow, no way in hell I keep up with multiple women. About their stuff like that, like I think relationships will work out more, but a lot of people go into these relationships not being honest about like what they want or, like, what they can handle. So this is why a lot of people's, like, poly relationships seem to fail. Well, the thing is people will latch on to poly relationships don't work because of this. My my turnaround for that was, well, how how many mono relationships work? No, that's true. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not taking away from that at all. I think it oh, was no, no, more no, just saying, like. I'm not saying you are. I'm just throwing out other ideas for for people to consider. That's true. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there. Um, as far as like how I got into it, like my at least my second one, it was more like we were the so the woman actually approached me first. Um, I didn't realize that she was in a relationship with a guy. It was more like office gossip. It was like, oh, like, you know, the girl over there in this department, like, she's really interested in you. And I was like, well, what made her think? And I was more like, like, my first time was like, how do you know I like women? <laughs> first of all, like, and she was like the office, like, pretty girl. Like, everybody, like, wanted to get in her pants. And I was like, I was honored, like, oh, shit, like, she wants me? Like, okay, like, let's, let's see what this is about. So I go over <laughs> you're, you're to her house. You're not showing interest. <laughs> I mean, like, not that, not that I wasn't showing interest, it's just that, like, um, a lot of women, like, at least in my experience, um, it's almost like 
like they're hiding in the closet and they're waiting for the right person to come along and not make them feel like they're being, I guess, I don't know, maybe like being sought after. I don't know. Um, but like when like they they're hear, not being used, they're, yeah. they're not some kind of yeah. prize to put on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, something like that. So, um, like, I, don't, I mean, I'm open about, you know, you know, who I am and what I like. I don't go around parading it. Um, but most people, like, when they hear me talk about it, like, they're sometimes it's kind of it's a shock value for them. But um, some people are like in the back of their mind, like plotting on me, like, oh, she hasn't tried to come on to me yet. But because I know she likes women and she hangs around me, I'm going to try her one day. And I swear it never fails with me. I don't know why. But um, it was that's pretty much how it started. She, like, she invited me over. The relationship started off cool. We went on like maybe a couple of dates before we had had sex. And then I found out she was dating the guy, and we ended up having the threesome on like the first night, and we found it out. And I'm like, okay. So it was more like a fun thing, but – I was I was more into her than I was into him, and he was more into me. And I was, you know, I just went with the flow of it. Like, you know, I liked both of them, but I liked her more. Um, that lasted me for a good like year. But I I move around so much. I move from state to state like all the time. Like so, it it just that's the only reason it didn't work out because I left. Yeah, for me, uh, <laughs> you're getting hit with a lot here, huh, Ro? I'm, I'm just soaking it all in. Ooh, I, just, I don't think I can do it. I mean, ask questions too, because I mean, I'm open to talk yeah. about it. I don't, I don't get to talk about these things with anybody because, you know, some people, yeah, yeah we, some people, most people yeah, are we not can't, open we to can't the talk about this kind of stuff at the office. This isn't the kind of stuff you can talk about <laughs> with coworkers usually. That's true. And and there and true. unless you're actually in a poly community, you've got nobody other than your own partners to talk about it to, and that gets really boring after a while because you've all got the same viewpoint. Exactly. Right. There's like there's no challenge there. Yeah. There, it's like, uh, even trying to play devil's advocate in that is, is difficult. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Are there, are there rules that you set in a, in a poly? relationship like uh you know what do you expect from the partner um any boundaries that you set oh yes definitely well for me there's also the added (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a little more information at you here it's gonna help you sitting down um i didn't start (laughs) out as poly i started it out as kinky first Mm, okay okay i see that that that's where I that's where I met some poly people and that's where you know I started thinking, or got me thinking along those lines before my uh, then boyfriend and I uh, started opening things up. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been kinky for like twenty five years, twenty eh, no more like twenty seven years, and I've been poly for about twenty. Um. And when it comes to like setting the rule, you know, f- determining what your household rules are, for me that was more ingrained from the kinky community because with those relationships, especially because of how physically dangerous they can be at times, you have to have a set of rules. What's what's off limits? What's a hard limit? What's a soft limit? What's uh, 
free to go whenever um, and what some of your rule breakers are. Do you and, have any rule yeah, breakers? The, 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 well, the very, the very first one, and for me it's always the, the primary one, trust and honesty. We, we have to be able to be honest and openly communicate with each other about because if we don't, we're not going anywhere. We can't move forward. Right. And also in the kinky community, if you're not open and honest, somebody can get hurt emotionally mm-hmm. as well as physically. Mm, okay, okay. What are uh, some stigmas about the poly community? Oh, that we're whores. We oh. just we just want to have sex with everybody. <laughs> that is the and, number and, and, one. Number one. And and, and, and that we don't know what commu- what commitment means. Yeah, we're, we're afraid of commitment. That's why we're you know that's why we sleep around with everybody, regardless of the fact <laughs> that there are people out there that identify as poly but haven't had a relationship relationship or sex with anyone for years. Right. See, the problem is, mm. is that, though, is that a lot of people always try to apply that, that ignorant, like, logic to, to us. And in my mind, I have to go, well, you know, it sounds like you want to insult us, like, almost like you're insulting mm-hmm. the idea of it because you can't take the idea of you openly accepting that, you know, your partner has somebody else and you have somebody else or just whatever, whatever like, the dynamic of your relationship is. A lot of people can't accept that, but... What I will say is that a lot of them are, like, secretly being cheated on anyway. Uh-huh, yeah. They, like their, their partners have multiple partners, and it's like, shit, even if, you know, you, you are not in a emotional relationship with somebody outside of your partner, a lot of people cheat on their relationship every day unknowingly and don't even know. Uh-huh. It. Like, if you're in a, in a monogamous relationship, like, to, like, you know, like by definition, you cheat on your partner every day and don't even realize it. Mm. So, like, I'm, I'm not that's saying that. I don't want to. I don't want to shove this idea down somebody's throat to say that you have to accept. Um, you have to accept this this idea of you know a poly relationship whatsoever. I just want people to stop trying to put this stigma on people that are in poly relationships when they're also exactly. in poly relationship unknowingly. Yeah, I mean how many how many so people what? have have work wives and work husbands? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> right? Everybody. Uh, <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, cuz cuz when you think they may not, not be yeah, physically they may not it. physically have another spouse, but mentally and in some cases emotionally they do. And yeah. for some, for in some cases, emotionally and uh, mentally cheating is worse than the physical because the physical can be anybody, you know, mm-hmm. that, that can, that can be just, you know, you don't even have to think about it. You just, okay, yeah, let's do it. But when you're emotionally or mentally unfaithful, there's, there's effort put in there. Mm. So, so with these stigmas, how do you address them? I don't. I don't address bullshit. I am Beyonce to all things that people try to address me <laughs> well, with. You, if you tell me, if you, if you listen, if you go outside and tell me that somebody broke my window out, 
I'm just going to let you say that somebody broke my window out. Even if you're trying to trick me to come outside, I'm like, okay. I'll see it in a few hours. I got you. I'm going to go look. But I mm. literally am Beyonce when it comes to these things. I'm not addressing anything. Why should I have to? <laughs> like, I know well, what I do. For me, I, if I hear somebody insulting, it depends on the forum, for one. Um, because also, if they're insulting me, uh, why do you think that's an insult? What do you, you know? What do you think is wrong? Right. Um, but I mean, if it's if I'm just like walking through a store somewhere and I hear some somebody's making a a BS type of comment, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not my monkey, not my you know, or not my circus, not my monkeys. Exactly. Yeah, there are some um, things I just don't but, need but, to be But addressed. also, if, if somebody were to ask, just ask me a flat-out question like, like Rel, I got no problems. You want, you want to talk about it in an intellectual manner? No problem. Yeah. As long as right. there's no as, – as long as we're respectful, I can give you all the information I have. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, what are some luxuries that you get out of a power relationship that you – not necessarily don't get out of a monogamous relationship. Free time. Yeah. Because <laughs> you actually are allowed <laughs> to have alone time. You don't constantly have to be communicating with one other person. I can see that. But if one I've was to get really or one, a lot of time, do you cut them off or do you explain like, hey, this is what this is, you know, back off? No, because usually one of the running jokes in the poly community is what's the most important thing in a poly relationship? Google Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> as funny as that is, I can see that. I can see that. Like, yo, you we got to make time for this shit. Everybody, who, everybody who's in the relationship actually usually has access to some form of group Google Calendar. Mm. And it, when that happens, you can actually mm. schedule yourself from some for some me time. That's a, that's a that's man, that's a big ass luxury right there. Cause you know when you in a <laughs> monogamous, ain't no ain't none of that. You just twenty four seven. They you were, that person. Yeah. What do you right. mean you don't want to be with me? What do you mean you don't want to talk to me? Right. Communication. I, 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 I used to hear that. I used to hear that all the time. Me and oh, um, so I guess for me in these relationships. I am unapologetically going to tell you, like, hey, I'm going to go take a nap. And if you call me and get mad because I don't answer, I'm not going to apologize anymore because I'm sleepy, like, 80% of my time. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't have to respect it. Like, I can't fight with that. I'm not, I'm not fighting with that, you know. I don't, I don't really care for people that are just so possessive to a point where it's like, I didn't change to the phone. It's like, bro, I'm asleep. You want to come out and see what I do all day? I work and then I go to sleep. And I'll make up and do it all over again. Like I'm, I'm fairly routine. Right. Uh, is what, there what uh, the other is there like a? Uh huh. Uh, yeah. One of the other advantages is being with multiple people. You're not always all going to have the same interests. So some 
you may have the same interest with one person and not like another two. So if you're interested in doing something in that realm, you know the other two aren't going to be interested, but you do have one who will be. Right. Yeah, like if okay, I want to go see this movie, and okay, you don't, you know, you you don't watch sci-fi, and you don't watch horror. This is a sci-fi movie. Can I ask you? And I don't have to worry about the other one wanting to go because it's not their interest. Right. Right. So, if you have a person who's like a uh, a habitual fucking cheater, right? And just can't stay committed to one person. Is it better for them to just dap into the poly world? No, absolutely. No, they they better go through some, some therapy first to figure out why they want to be cheaters, why they can't be honest. Ooh. Yeah, poly poly is for people that can commit to the people that they're in their relationship with. So there's still commitment there. I think a lot of people get it confused and think like, oh, because you're in this poly relationship that you can just, you just have free reign, just do whatever. Like, no, you still have to be honest with your partner or partners, um, Mm -hmm. just like you are in a monogamous relationship. Like nothing changes. It's just now you have these options and now you can have more open conversations. Like now you can, you know, have a, a conversation about bringing somebody else, you know, into the relationship. That's it. Yeah, and and but if you're cheating, like what, no, don't, what, don't what come think, over here. Yeah, one one <laughs> thing that people don't don't realize though is that just because I'm in a poly relationship with two or three people doesn't mean that we're all having sex together. Exactly. I could be, I could I could actually be uh, what's considered in a V poly where I'm like the focal point. Or I'm attached with both of them, but they're not attached to each other. Uh-huh. Hmm. Is there a, like, an end goal? Like, I don't want to say end goal, but, like, for monogamous people, you know, bam, marriage. So is there, like, a set kind of, like, end game type of situation in poly, in poly relationships? It, it depends on the people. You have to remember, because of all the different types of relationship styles that are there are in polyamory, they're there because people have actually been wanting them, you know, that they live them. Um, but they don't have to fit into this strict little cubicle either. They can blend multiple areas of it to fit whatever right. their particular wants and needs are. Some people don't want to get married. So I think your I think your question sounds like it's geared towards like you know if I'm in this poly relationship, what are we doing here? Like, what is our end goal as far as like are we gonna you know build you know wealth together? Are we going to like be like raising like families together? That sort of thing. Again, like she said before, it's really just based on the people that are doing it. For some people, it is um, about you know, raising families together and expanding your family and having more love in the household and just um, just like that, that really, like, solid relationship. Because, I mean, you know, two people doing it is fine, but having a third person can really, you know, add to the household. For, for me, at some point, if I was to do that, um, which I haven't recently, it's been more like a, I like dating all of y'all and I'm going to do this with y'all. It's never. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been a let's let's all get money together because I'm a hustler anyway. I hustle like a damn drug dealer. Right. Yeah, and 
and along with the the different types of end goals, there's also so many different types of poly relationships. You've got, like I was saying, the monopoly before. You've got open poly where all the partners are just free to be with whoever they want. You've got um, poly fidelity, which means you get a core group of poly partners and your, your little polycule there are the only people that any of you sleep with unless it's been agreed to. Um, you've got um, open relationships, which to some people is, is poly, to other people it's not. It just depends on how they view poly in their life. But um, open relationships, you don't even have to tell your partner that you're with somebody else. Um, wow. Yeah. That is a lot. That's like doing, that's like, this whole thing is like being in school and doing hella homework. <laughs> hella homework. My suggestion for all those who want to be in, jump into poly relationship, do your fucking research first. This is a lot of shit. I'm trying to soak it all in right now. And goddamn, it's a lot of yep. information. Yep. Uh, I just got hit with a question. I got a, a, a viewer who okay. uh, listening on the show on the show right now. Um, me looking at the question to me is a stigma fucking question. But her question is is um, uh, is poly relationship another excuse just to cheat? <laughs> that's a, that's no, a stigma, and we've okay. addressed this. This is not an excuse <laughs> to cheat, right? Cheaters, cheaters are liars. Cheaters are people that cannot be honest and forthcoming with their partners about who they're doing, what they're doing, and when they're doing it. That's not what right. this is, and that'll never be what this is. Like, we respect each other in our relationships, but we're open about what we do at all times. Like, you know, and it really just creates a safe space for us to say, like, hey, you know, I love you. And I also love this person over here because this person does something for me and you do something different mm-hmm. for me. That's all it is. I mean, but some, some people are not trying to use it some for people that are, Yeah, some people aren't built for, for, for poly relationships. And I get that, you know, that's fine. It doesn't have to be for everybody. Um, but to think that we're only in it so that we can, you know, morally cheat it, that's not it so, i mean because right. i've had i've actually had partners that are emotional partners and we've never had sex exactly exactly and yeah it, those, uh, those speak, speak on that. Kind of hard go ahead speak on the emotional right. part of that and for them not to want to be emotional and not have sex um, they were people that I loved to the core. Everything about them was beautiful to me, and, but I just was not physically attracted to them. Oh, shit. Yeah. It didn't make my yeah. love, it didn't make yeah. my love Ooh, for them that, any that. worse or better. Right. Um, well, it, in some cases, it was that we weren't really attracted to each other to begin with, and then we became more like siblings as far as our physicality went. 
Right. But they're, you know, they they know me better than they know me better than some previous partners I've had. Right. Yeah. Now, you can't have that kind of relationship and not love somebody. That's yeah, I agree with that one. Let's take a married couple with children, right? Does it get mm-hmm. complicated if they decide to want to dip into the poly life and they have children? Does it get complicated with children involved? Uh, no. How? What? What do you think would make it complicated? The the fact, the sole fact that there's children involved, like you know, but it don't matter to me. It don't matter the age range, no, like especially if they're older. No, I, I, no, I, 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 know, I know what he, I know what he's asking. I know what he's asking. Okay. Um, it one, it depends on the age, because if you were poly right from the get go, then. I mean, like I said, I I know a a quad that has three children. They they had them together. They're they're all biological. Well, all but one of them are biological parents. And you know, so, so for them, with the like, what if it was you know separate? Like you get this random ass married couple. They had children. Say they're like mm-hmm. I don't know eight, seven, and four. And then all of a sudden they decide to want to jump into poly world. Does that those kids at those ages does it make it difficult to want to do it? Well, um, no, because you're going to take the same precautions if you were a single parent with kids. You're not just going to be bringing anybody around. Right. You're going to make sure that these people are are going to be a good relationship in your in your life, and that they'll be a positive influence on your kids. I think you can um, and and and, dep- and depend depending on how old or how young they are um before you, they even meet the uh, the potential partner the, the parents would have to sit down and talk to the kids right i agree well, with that most one. kids though they don't always understand the relationship though like i mean like it, they, yeah, that's why i said it depends on the age yeah yeah, like even like um, with my accidental poly relationship, like there were children involved. Like they didn't know what me and their parents did, but they just knew I was always around and they respected me as if I was like a second mom to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they didn't know, but they knew I was always there. And right. quite frankly, they didn't, like, I'm not saying that they, they didn't need to know, but they were too young for us to have that conversation to go, hey, kids, mm-hmm. by the way, mommy and daddy have a girlfriend now. <laughs> like, it, it, was, it yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> where if they were, like, 16 or 17, yeah, you're probably going to want to have that conversation because they're, they're pretty much going to figure it out. Yeah. Right. What's uh, the craziest poly story y'all got for us tonight? I gave you nine. You go next, Ayla. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we know yours. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, I was at a bar with a boyfriend of mine, and he actually worked for the uh, the bar owner. He was doing something with their website, and. A couple came in, and the guy I was with kind of got interested in him. And I'm like, oh, okay. So two of them start talking. I'm like, okay, whatever. And we're just having a good time. And I was like, oh, I got to go to the ladies' room. 
she follows me into the, into the ladies' room and just, like, decides to plant one on me. Okay, so now we're leaving, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that, that's the next step uh, to go, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're good, right? Let let's let's kind of walk out the door here. Right. But yeah, hun, hun, come on, we we they're supposed to be following us. Come on, let's go. Right. Ooh, wee. yeah. It seems like <laughs> the way y'all making it seem a poly relationship is kind of fun. Is there a downside to a poly relationship? Oh yeah, I think like any any relationship. Oh, I was going to say, I think the only downside to a poly relationship is figuring out, well, at least from my end, because um, I prefer to already, like, be with my partner and then we go find somebody else. Um, But I think the downside can be um, when you find somebody and then you realize that it's, it's not the ideal partner that you were looking for. Like me, like I want the part, I want our partners to like be, you know, want to be with both of us versus, you know, them only saying like, well, I only like one of y'all more than the other, or I would rather be with you and not them. Um, or people that are, are like they're in it, but like their heart isn't really there for real. Right. And I don't want to talk, I'm talking in circles when I say that, but, um, I just I don't want it to be like a one sided thing. So and sometimes it can be that. Yeah. For me, uh for me for some of the downsides are I mean just like every relationship has problems. There you're never gonna be just happy go lucky every single day of every you know, about all the time. Um, you're gonna have fights, you're gonna have arguments. Um it's just in those cases, sometimes you have to make sure that your other partners aren't being pulled in to take sides. You know, you, you've got to keep that stuff on a more mature level um, because it's you're not just talking to your friends. You're talking to your entire family at that point. Right. Yeah, so you have to think Speaking of, of uh, think of the repercussions on more than just one person. It, it's and how you communicate is yeah, and learn yeah, learning how to communicate with all these different people because not everybody has the same love language. Uh-huh. Right. Uh Yeah, that's true. The love languages is something else. Now, speaking on the family, uh-huh. how do you normalize the poly the poly relationship with family and friends? Um. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> my parents, like my okay. parents, know that I'm bisexual. They don't know I'm out here having poly relationships, though. Like, I mean, it's not that I wouldn't be open for me. My, to the idea. My mom knew I was poly, didn't know I was bi. Wow. wow. See, look. <laughs> my parents have heard rumors. They're like, oh, like my dad actually asked me that question. He was like, so. Um, what you got a boyfriend and girlfriend now? I was like, no. <laughs> and I had to wonder, like, first of all, like, where did you even hear that from? And I just like left right. alone, just like you know, what? he he asks questions like every so often, but he doesn't actually want to think of his child who is in her thirties, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, having these types of relationships, he doesn't want to hear about it. You know, he's like, okay, I know enough. I, I know my daughter's being safe, but at the same time, like, he doesn't want to get too deep into it. I don't think he wants it on his mind. My friends, well, I, I, right. they know everything. I, I, I didn't have much of a choice because um, my house was where all the holidays were celebrated. And uh, I couldn't ask my boyfriend who was living with me to leave the house so me and my husband could have holiday dinners with my mother. Like, no, we're not hiding you. You live here. You're my boyfriend. Mom, Mom, this is my boyfriend. He's living with us. That's how she found out? Yeah. Actually, no, she found out earlier than that. She found out there was a guy I was dating, and and he was coming around a lot. And I'm like, yeah, my mom has a key to the house. Uh, Let me let her know that there's somebody else that might be here if she pops by unannounced. Right. Like, yeah, I better, I better like, kind of... Yeah, she was fine. Gotcha. She was a bit confused for a little while, but when she realized that I wasn't with them and in the process of leaving my husband... Okay, okay. That's uh, a lot of goddamn information to soak in. We're definitely going to do a part two to this, like 100% definitely doing a part two. And um, I'm inviting you guys back next Monday, and I would love for you guys to get whoever your partner you're dealing with, guy, girl, don't matter. I want to hear their perspective as well. Mm-hmm. That, for me, unfortunately, is not going to be a possibility because mm. he and I don't live together. And the, the other one, he definitely wouldn't want to be on the radio. You know, I'm taking an undecided, so I don't know who's going to come up here. Who you? I mean, I can bring a friend. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him and find because he's also got four kids. So uh, I'll talk to him and find out if he wants to uh, to join. You know, he won't be, you know, if he won't be here, maybe he can call in. Oh yeah, definitely, we can make that happen. Uh, this was a very interesting topic. Uh, I'm glad that you guys called in tonight. Um, my head is going in 50 different directions. It's like. This isn't confusing. It's just a lot of information to take in. It's like your first day of class in history or economics, they just throwing so much shit at you. Or your first day <laughs> at the new job. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, well, I've always, I've always worked for large companies, and they walk you around and introduce you to, like, 50 people in the first four hours of the day, and you're supposed to remember who you saw. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any of those people for like the first thirty days. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, that's, that's no, there was no one place I worked for You're like so six rough. years, and there were a couple people. I'm like, I always saw their names, but I never knew who they were. <laughs> right. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely get that one. Um, but yeah, again, I'm going to invite you guys to come back 
Monday for our part two. Um, do what suggestions? What advice do you have for those who want to, you know, jump into this for the first time? Figure out what your dynamic is going to be first before you just jump into it. Um, I mean, of course, you're going you have to try it before you know you can make that decision, but. Um, really, like, do your research first, like Ayla says, like Ayla has done for 20 years. Um, like, know what you're doing and then figure out what you think would work best for you before you just dive into it. Because, like, I just jumped into it with, like, no support at all, and it was more like a learning experience. It still is a learning experience for me, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think it will ever stop being a learning experience. Um, yeah. But along with that, I would say do some work on yourself. Make sure that you're doing this for you, not because you're being pressured into it or think you need to do it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Make, yeah, make sure that you know, you're looking at going poly because you want to be poly. Okay, that's great advice. Uh, I'm gonna do some more, do some more homework on this. Um, but again, I invite you guys out uh, to call in next Monday if you're free. Uh, not just let me know. And huge shout out to Leilani Lopez. She's a Yay, very good Leilani. mutual friend of ours. Yes. AKA yeah. my yeah, manager. She's a, she's a good friend of ours. Yes, we love her. Oh, yeah. She is a sweetheart. She is wonderful, and I'm rooting for her. Most definitely. So, Lopez, I know you're listening, so shout out to you. Um, speaking of that, <laughs> uh, for everybody to tune in, April 16th is the pre-420 Puffin Poetry. It's our fourth show here in Chicago, located 71st in Yates, 7112 South Yates Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois. 730 to 1045, we have two featured poets, that's Mother the Creator and Leilani Lopez. Uh, come out, have fun, continue to support us. Remember, y'all, y'all helped us sell out the third show, so just more the merrier for the fourth. Um, we have good music, good poetry, good food, and hella edibles, and bring your own blunts and shit, get high as you want to, and just be safe. Because that that area is kind of, but you know, for the most part, everybody knows no riff rap and shit. Um, for all those that know me, that I also produce music, so Real on the Beat Volume Two is coming soon. I'm pushing for the end of April, early May. Uh, the album is pretty much done. I just got to add the album cover, and then we're good to go. Uh, shout out to Genesis for making the poetry thing happen. This is her baby. I'm just the host going along for the ride. Um, again, thank you both for calling on the show. I appreciate it. Um, well, we're definitely doing a part two. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Definitely and, doing uh, a part two. Thank you for having us and, uh, and being open-minded. Always, always, always. Um, so I'll have Leilani or myself reach out to you guys again for next Monday. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if Monday don't work, we'll – figure out another date that's fine um i think that's all the announcements i have uh besides hey everybody we're closing in on our 300th episode 
since I've been here. So, again, once that comes about, we're going to do something big for the show. Don't know what it is. Might bring them back for more poly advice. Don't know. Might bring some musical artists. Who knows? But uh, that being said, I'm going to close us out to some nice music. This is uh, Chicago's very own Sinatra. He's been making a lot of waves. Him, Beads, a few other artists. They're on the top. They're on the, what what the fuck you call it? The Billboard, Top 100 Billboard. They finally made their mark in the music industry. Um, So this track here is called Slide. You can catch him on Apple Music, YouTube, Tidal, all major music platforms. So ladies, good night. I appreciate it. And uh, your boy Radio Rail is out. Good night, all. Text her OMW. I hopped out the bed and get ready to go. She know it's going down soon as I walk through the door. 1994, the Lake Shore Drive. Now I'm coasting, catching vibes, playing that juvie, that slow motion. Uh, I like it like that, fantasizing how I'm about to go and break the mama back. I call her up and ask, you want some food when I fly? She say, I'ma eat that dick. Text me when you outside. Oh, Lord. She get me excited How I'm about to give it to her I could probably get indicted I hope she on my level And then I walk in She look just like an angel About to dance with the devil It's on Shawty in my lineup Like what you want tonight Oh yeah Say what you got in mind Then she told me to slide up against the wall I kiss her and I look into her eyes then that pussy turn into Niagara Falls once I do that ain't no stopping him then I eat it till she shake like she got Parkinson but she a beast with the top La mama swallow that cock and I'll be shaking like Michael J Fox for real R. Kelly playing ignition it was Tear on them walls, demolition. Whatever. Have her screaming submission. Long strokes make her feel his dick in her gut. Intuition. Toss her and flip her different positions. Okay. No, ain't no break, ain't no intermission. Okay. I'm truly gifted. Then she hit her knees when I bust. What? And she saw that come like a premonition. Give her the bitch.